Welcome to the Momming with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hargrove. On this show, I help moms discover Jesus in their motherhood. I hope this show encourages you in your mom journey. Enjoy the message. And so today's title is Tear It Down. Tear It Down. And so let me start off by sharing this. Did you know that as a mother, you have the power to break chains, to destroy generational curses, completely shift the direction of your family, children's life, and future generations, all by the choices that you make? I was reading the book of Judges, like I just shared this week, and the specific verse from the story about Gideon. And the story about Gideon is an awesome story about this man who God called to go destroy the enemy. And he said, don't take 2,000, 10,000, 3,000, but take 300 men to fight with you, a small army. And God used him with the weakness and even the size of the small army to defeat thousands upon thousands of enemies. And there's so much more to the story that is so powerful about the power of God in his life and not only his life, how it can be displayed in ours. But this is what spoke to me. So let me share. In Judges 6, 25 to 26, it says, The same night the Lord said to him, Take the second bull from your father's herd, the one seven seven years old. Tear down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. Then, Build a proper kind of altar to the Lord, your God, on top of this height, using the wood of the Asherah pole that you cut down off of the second bull as a burnt offering. So some of this, you're like, what do you mean bulls and offerings and like killing bulls and like what, what are you talking about? Okay. That's like, you know, back in the day, that's how they sacrifice to the Lord, all that kind of stuff. That's not what we're going to dissect today, but what we're going to dissect is this part where he says, tear down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. So Baal is a false god and an impure, just wrong god, right? That many people back in that time would worship. And he says, tear it down. And I love how it says, then build a proper kind of altar to the Lord. And so it really got me thinking just this small segment. And I thought to myself, what if God is calling you to tear down some of the generational addictions, generational toxic cycles, deceptive beliefs, ideologies, unhealthy health habits, even health habits, even religious chains, impurity and desensitization. Girl, where my mouth at? Desensitization to the sexual immorality. Maybe he's calling you to tear down the broken marriages in generations previous and broken relationships, unforgiveness, and much more. What if he is saying to you as a mother in this season of your life that he is saying, tear down your father's altar, tear down generations before you that worshiped things that were other than me, that created and formed these generational uh, addictions and habits and beliefs that are not of me. What if he's calling you to tear it down? And what if he's calling you to build a proper kind of altar to the Lord? 
What if you are the one who is going to build a life on the solid foundation of Jesus for your children that will ultimately change the course of their lives forever? You have the choice to follow what you've inherited and learned or to take a moment to reflect and ask God, is there anything I need to tear down? And is there anything that I need to build up for my family? And some of you have had so many great things that you've been able to take from your upbringing and build off of. A lot of our parents have definitely, not all of our parents are you know, not so great. We had a lot of us that had great parents who taught us great things about not only our faith, but life and relationships and values and morals that you're able to build off even right now. But some of us may have had the opposite. Um, some of us may have seen things that we know if we even think about it right now, like, you know what? Yeah, there might some, be some things that I need to tear down because I want to lead our children, my children, our family to be the generation that is blessed by the Lord. And as I reflect on my life and my marriage and my children, I can clearly see things right away that God has given me strength and grace over the years to tear down what past generations built up that was not life-giving. When I look at my past, when I look at my family's past, if you will, there was so much addiction in so many family members' lives. There was broken marriages all around. There was homes filled with constant strife and adultery, even witchcraft in the absence of Jesus. And through my walk with Christ and my, my husband and I's walk with Christ, our family looks so much different than what we grew up with. God has shown us that we have broken chains. We have broken generational curses for our children and generations to come simply by our choices to tear down what is not glorifying God and build up what is. So today we're going to dive deeper into that and see how we can, too, change the course of our children's life to glorify God and be blessed. And so we're going to go over three points. Our first one is our choices. Our second one is our helper. And our last one is our children. And so today I did share a decent amount of verses. And so I want to go through them um, as fast as I can. But bear with me because I feel like on this topic, the Bible literally talk so much about this. And so let's get into our choices. Our choices not only affect our life, but those around us, of course, and especially our children, the big and the little choices. Our choices not only affect our children, but greatly influence them. Your choices, whether good or not so great, have a ripple effect. So how does one chase the, change the course of future generations and build an altar to the Lord for ourselves and our children? It's by simple choices, little choices, big choices, one choice by one choice. Choices accompanied by God's grace and help. Choices to try again. Choices to lead the way closer to Jesus. And these choices can look so different. But how do we begin to build that proper altar to the Lord, to change the course of our family and our children's life and the generations to come? 
And it can be, there's so many examples. It could look like you breaking the cycle of addiction and choosing to cut alcohol or harmful substances out of your life in turn so that your children will grow up learning the power of sobriety. It could look like you choosing to little by little exercise, eat healthy to the best of your ability and display these actions to your children in order to break the threat of diseases that have plagued your family in previous generations so that your, your children can follow. It could look like investing in your marriage, learning how to have healthy conflict and resolution, committing to loyalty even when it's hard so your children can have an example of a healthy marriage to follow. It could look like being that single mom who chooses to be sexually pure, to cut the cycle of toxic relationships and hold high standards and choosing an honorable and godly man so that your children will learn their worth and do the same. It could look like making church a priority, your devotion to your faith in different ways that your children will grow up seeing and being a part of and one day choosing the same. It could look like so many things, but only you and God know the beautiful choices that can be made to truly lead your family and children to be generations blessed by the Lord. Sometimes these choices might be hard and you might even be feeling doubtful right now and about the ability that you have to do it. And I totally get it. You might be thinking of specific things like, oh no, like I need to tear this down and tear this down. And what am I going to do? There's so much to tear down and I feel overwhelmed and I don't think I can do it. I told myself I'm not going to eat sweets today and I'm eating um, chocolate cookie covered s'mores at night. That was literally me last night, right? So how am I going to tear down these, these altars? How am I going to tear down these false gods in my life and from generations past? But don't get it twisted, guys. These choices and change, changes don't happen overnight. And it takes so much grace and help from the Lord. The truth is you can do it whatever it is. And it's one step at a time. There may be mistakes and times that you fall, but just get right back up, standing on grace and mercy of God to see you through. But know that your choices definitely make a difference. Your choices to live a life that honors God and to tear down things that don't serve him will have an eternal impact for you and your family. And so I'm going to read a couple of verses that really continue to um, edify what we're talking about right now, about our choices in Deuteronomy 11, 26 through 28. It says, see, I'm setting before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing, if you obey the commands of the Lord, your God, that I'm giving you today, the curse, if you disobey the commands of the Lord, your God, and turn from the way I commanded you today by following other gods, which you have not known. And so what is this saying that God gives you choices? He says, girl, here's a blessing. Get this one. But there's also this curse because we live in a broken world. Which are you choosing? He's like, hey, if you choose the blessing, if you obey me and follow me, girl, you'll be blessed and your family. But if you choose curse, I hate to say this, but brings cursing. It, it's not um, a life that God has called you to live. In 2 Kings 10.30, it says, the Lord said to Jehu, because you have done well 
and doing what is right in my sight and have done to the house of Ahab all that was in my heart. Your sons shall sit on the throne of Israel to the fourth generation. And this is a whole story in itself, but there's so many stories I'm going to read, uh, segments that is, of these stories that are showing that when you make choices to honor God in your life, that your children are blessed too. He says, because you did right in my sight, your sons will sit on the throne. And he says, not only your sons, but to the fourth generation. It's not just blessing your children, but generations to come. And Exodus 25 through 6 says, you shall not bow down to them or serve them, these false gods. For I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me and keep my commands. What does this verse say? That when a, say a parent, right? Parents. They choose to, quote unquote, disobey the Lord and just totally go off on the other road, right? They don't want anything to do with God and their life reflects that. So their children follow. It says that the, that will affect third and fourth generations, that those choices to go against God, those who hate him, it will affect generations to come. But I love this. It says those who choose to love God and keep his commands. It says thousands of generations will be shown steadfast love. It, it's exponential that when you choose to simply love him and obey him, that not only your children are blessed, but thousands of generations to come. Your choices matter. The last verse I'll share on this point is Exodus 34, 6 through 7. And it says, and he passed in front of Moses proclaiming the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining the love maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebelling and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sins of the parents, of the third and fourth generation. And so God's mercy in the new Testament, that's a whole nother topic. It also says, it goes on to say that going forward under um, the forgiveness of Jesus, that the children will not be affected by the sins of their parents, right? But in this verse, what I really wanted to show is how at the end of the day, though, our choices affect our children's life. If we are consumed with addiction, it only, if you can see it and think of um, even stories and situations where unfortunately their children fell into addiction, their children fell into addiction because it's all they saw, all they knew, and the only ways they've learned to cope. But when we choose life, when we choose healing and help and sobriety and different things like that, our children follow and are blessed. And so our choices matter. And so let's move on to our second point. So we're talking all about our choices and how that is how we truly build an altar for the Lord and tear down the, the curses of past generations. And so we realize that there's some responsibility that we have in the shape of our choices, but let's talk about our helper because you might feel intimidated for a minute thinking of all the potential things you want to tear down and want to build up. And this message is not one to make you feel condemned or ashamed of sort certain areas of your life or even your past, but it's one to encourage you to know that you are a chain breaker. 
someone that is called to tear down walls. You are someone that is called to build something that will change generations that come after you. That you are called to do the hard things, to make the hard decisions, to change the course of the future of your life, your children, and generations to come. What if God has chosen you to be the one who changes these things? What if he's chosen you to be the light in your family, to lead the way to God and the purposes he has for y'all? What if he has equipped you and called you to do greater things than you can ever imagine? And what if through all of this, he is going to help you? He isn't up in heaven giving you this master plan saying, okay, this is our plan. And then saying, okay, cool, go make it happen. While he just sits there and watches. No, he reveals the master plan one step at a time while holding your hand, showing you which way to go, picking you back up when you fall, comforting you, encouraging you when you feel down and giving you the strength, grace, and help every step of the way. God is your helper. He is for you and your family and not against you. And he wants nothing more than to see you and your family walk in his purpose and then be blessed. And it reminds me of the story in the Bible about David, David and Goliath. You may have heard it. It's a classic. You know, David saw Goliath, this giant who was taunting God's people and threatening to destroy them. He was just a young little old shepherd's boy. And the army around him was strong, grown men, but they were all scared. But David made the choice to stand up and say, hey, I'll, I'll go defeat Goliath. Why in the world would he say, knowing that Goliath seemed undefeatable, that he would want to destroy him? He knew this, that he was coming against him with the Lord. And in this verse, it says, David said to the Philistine, you come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty. The God of heavens, uh, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hands and I will strike you down and cut off your head. This very day, I will give the carcass of the Philistine army to the birds and wild animals and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. First Samuel 17, 45 through 46. So in the same way, you may feel like David, much smaller than the great giants before you. But God will help you tear down the giants that you see, that you're thinking of, and that you want to tear down in your life. And he will give you the strength to do it. So you don't have to be afraid because God will help you. And in Esther 4.14, it says this, for if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the, the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your father's family will perish. And who knows, but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. And so if you haven't read the book of Esther, I totally encourage you to. It's such an empowering woman, like go women, go kind of a story. I just read that to the girls actually tonight and I was telling about it yesterday. And it's such a powerful story about bravery and being this hardcore woman, right? And so my point in sharing this verse is to encourage you that as you are called to be this changer, this generation changer, if you will, in your family's life, 
You might have doubts or insecurities, but I truly believe that maybe God has called you for such a time as this in your family and even in your surroundings, your workplace, wherever you're at, to be the light, to be the changer, to be the one who reveals the light of Jesus to others. And in Isaiah 41, 10, it says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God is saying, don't worry, girl, I got you. In Psalm 60, 12, it says, with God, we will gain the victory and he will trample down our enemies. We will gain the victory and he will trample down our enemies. So the point of this point is that he is our helper. And let's move on as we close with our last point. And that is our children, our children. Jeremiah 1.5, it says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. I love this verse, one, because it's powerful. And two, because when we, my husband and I live in Del Rio, um, I was a nursery director for two years and it was such a cool experience. We took the nursery that had like dwindling people, like volunteers and a couple kids to this thriving ministry with 40, 50 plus kids, amazing volunteer team. And through that time at the beginning, I was praying like, God, what is the name for this ministry? What is the verse that you want to be like the heart behind this ministry? And this is a verse that he gave me and we uh, called that ministry chosen kids um really simple but cute and i loved it and it came from this verse that god formed our children not only us but our children in our womb that he knew us before we were born and before we were born before your children are born he set them apart and appointed them to do what he's called them to do those children our children these children are chosen by god and here's the cool thing. You have been chosen to mother these beautiful babies that are filled with so much perfect purpose. In fact, before they were even a thought, they were even in your womb, God set them apart and appointed them to do X, Y, Z, whatever that is. When they were born, they are a fresh canvas. They are impressionable, easily influenced. And what we teach them, our examples, our life will impact them for the rest of their life. And that before you freak out and instantly somehow think of all the negative examples instead of all the positive, remember that none of us are perfect and we will make mistakes in our mother, motherhood. It is inevitable. In those moments and times, call out to God and know that he in fact is God and he is bigger. To, he is big enough to fill in those gaps with his mercy, grace, and his power. So moving forward, as we think about the positive influences we have, please know that the little and big acts are leaving a lasting impact, laying a foundation for them to build off of in their faith, their perception of themselves, their beliefs, their habits, their interactions with others, their hopes and dreams, and so much more. No matter how young or old your children are right now, they are so impressionable. So take time to teach them the one thing that will never fade, the truth and the love of Jesus. And I'm gonna share a couple of verses about the power of sharing God's word, the gospel with your children and how this has the power to change the direction of generations to come. 
In Psalm 78, two through four says, for I will speak to you in a parable. I will teach you hidden lessons from our past. Stories we have heard and known, stories of our ancestors handed down to us. We will not hide these truths from our children. We will teach the next generation about the glorious deeds of our Lord, about his power and his mighty wonders. In Genesis 17, 7, it says, and I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and your descendants after you. Genesis 22, 18, it says, and in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because you obeyed my voice. Because you obeyed the voice of God, your offspring shall be blessed. And Deuteronomy eleven nineteen 19, it says, teach them to your children. Talk about them when you're at home, when you're on the road, when you're going to bed, and when you're getting up. It's talking about the word of God, the teachings of God. It's saying, teach your children here, there, everywhere. Deuteronomy 4, 9 through 10. I told you there's a lot of verses, but we have three more. We're done. Two more. Deuteronomy 4, 9 through 10 says, but watch out. Be careful never to forget what you yourself have seen. Do not let these memories escape from your mind as long as you live and be sure to pass them on to your children and grandchildren. Never forget the day when you stood before the Lord your God at Mount Sinai, when he told me, summon the people before me and I will personally instruct them. Then they will learn to fear me as long as they live and they will teach their children to fear me also. When you tell your children the stories of God, when you tell your children about that moment you stood before him, maybe not at Mount Sinai, but at the altar in your car, but while you're reading the Bible in your prayer time, when you came before him and you share those stories and moments and testimonies with your children, they will learn to fear the Lord and they will teach those after them to do so too. And Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 9, it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. Take to heart these words that I give you today. Repeat them to your children. Talk about them when you're at home or away, when you lie down or get up. Write them down and tie them around your wrist. Wear them as headbands as a reminder. Write them on your door frames of your house and on your gates. What's that saying? It's saying decorate your house with all these scriptures. I don't know. Do whatever you want. But it's showing the importance of meditating and repeatedly living, learning, and growing in the word of God and teaching your children to do the same because it will change the course of your children's life and generations to come. You have the ability to tear down walls and build up altars to serve the Lord for you and your children. You matter more than you know. You are valuable and irreplaceable, and God has chosen you to be your children's mother for a purpose. And so today, guys, I know it was a little bit lengthier. We had some amazing verses to share, but I really feel like it was so important to share that. And there's so much more because I feel like this topic is so important for us as mothers and as women to know that we are setting the tone for our home and for the future generation. So I really pray that today spoke to you. I pray that as we talked about tearing down, that our choices matter and affect our children in a positive way when we lead them to the Lord, that in this, God is our helper to help us continue to follow him 
and to reflect into our children. And we ended by talking about our children themselves and how they have are chosen and have purposes that we have the opportunity to influence and shape and cultivate. And so with all that being said, I hope you enjoy today's message. I hope you found encouragement today. I'd love to connect with you. You can find me by following Lauren A. Hargrove on Instagram or Facebook. And before you go, can you do me a favor and leave a rating and review for this show? I would greatly appreciate it. And it would help other moms better find the show too. With that, thank you for being a part of our community today. And until next time.